right, the Detroit Pistons season is over, but the hope continues. First of all, they're going to end up with a pretty high draft pick again. Secondly, with young stars like Cade Cunningham, showed a lot of promise this year. They, they, they beat some really good teams, but couldn't consistently put it together. And now they look forward to what comes in this offseason. The coach of the Pistons, Dwayne Casey, is on the line with us right now. Coach, how are you? Doing great, doing good. Mm. Mitch, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. You know, I, I, we were just talking in the break about um, your owner's loyalty to you is a fantastic thing uh, because there are teams where, even if it's not the coach's fault, the team finishes out of the playoffs, coach is gone. Witness the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> who have who fired a coach who won a, won a championship with them not too long ago. Uh, but not only is that not the case here, but the owner of the Pistons, Tom Gores, was in town recently and was singing your praises and says he wants you around for a long time. Given the team's record and, 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 and you know, overall performance, that has to make you feel very good about the situation you're in, I'm imagining. Well, yeah, it does, Mitch. And the main thing is when I first came here, we were expected to be in the playoffs. We had Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson, uh, injuries, change of, uh, you know, guys leaving, traded. So we went into the rebuild. So what we're doing now is a, a so-called process, I would say, the rebuild. And hopefully the basketball people would see that fact of the growth of the players as much as anything else. And I don't think anybody, even in Vegas, had us winning that many games. But I, I would tell you this, the growth, uh, and the maturity of our young players, our first and second year guys, has been off the charts. And I think that's what Tom sees. And one thing about Tom, he's given us all the resources to grow. Uh, he's given us all the, the tools to rebuild and to start this over again. And, and there's no magic wand. We went through it in Toronto for a few years. Our first our record there was we won 23 games our first year. They added pieces after piece, and then ultimately they won the championship. So, we're on our way of building this, and uh, I think everyone can see, and what gives us hope is we're building the, the right way. Yeah. Uh, as you said, we'll, we'll get a top pick this year, uh, and we a cap room. The cap cl- clears up this year, so we'll have m- uh, more money in our cap this summer to go out and build. Cade mm. Cunningham was the number one pick in the NBA draft. Do you feel that he lived up to it, equaled it, went beyond it? What do you think? Mitch, I really think he went behind, beyond it because of the fact he started out slow. He started out with a, a bad ankle during training camp exhibition. But his his growth over from December, I thought he shot the ball terrible in December, but he stuck with it. And then he was one of not only the top rookies in the league, by the end of the season he was one of the top players in the league uh, with his scoring average, his ability to score, his ability to make plays. So we're really excited, and our fans should be excited that they have uh, a star-type player. Now, again, he's got some things to work on, which is the reason why you know he's 20 years old. But uh, I, I have all the confidence in the world that Cade Cunningham is going to live up to the, all the expectations and hype that he's had, and he's, he's doing it right before our eyes. What mm-hmm. position do you consider him? I mean – He's kind of the point guard, but then he's not. I mean, what, is he just just a player? What do you what do you what do you call him? 
That's a great question. He, he's not really a, a point. He, I call him a, a one-two. Uh, you know, he's not a true old-school point guard, but he can make plays for others. He can run the pick and roll like nobody else in the league. Uh, he does a great job with that. But also, too, he can play off on the weak side and take the ball and make something happen. He can score. So he's that one-two uh, guard. Uh, I, I want to call him a guard because he does a little bit of everything. And one thing he has, the IQ for a 20-year-old to see the floor, make plays. The moment is never too big for him. So that's what's exciting going into the future with Cade. The uh, free agent situation, uh, this is new for the Pistons because they have been handicapped by, or handcuffed, I guess would be a better word, by the Blake Griffin contract that finally is gone uh, are there, are there, I know you can't probably speak to any of them without getting accused of tampering, but are there free agents out there that a, you feel that you have a shot at and B you feel like might come to Detroit now, whereas maybe two years ago they wouldn't have. No question. Well, the thing about, you know, being here in Detroit, Mitch, uh, you come to appreciate the tradition vibrant downtown, the growth of downtown coming back, uh, the area outside for families, the Franklins, the Bloomfield Hills, the Birmingham. This is one of the nicest areas in the league. And people, you guys don't know it because all you hear is all the trouble that downtown Detroit has, and they don't get a chance to get out here and experience it. But once guys get here, they talk, you know, they talk about it. Guys live out in Franklin. Guys, guys live in Birmingham. Love it. Guys live downtown Detroit, love it. So, uh, getting you know, selling the city of Detroit and the area of Detroit is not going to be hard. Now, the competition for the money for the contracts will be something we'll have to do our homework on to make sure we get the right people. But selling our city, the tradition of of, of Detroit, the tradition of the Pistons, is going to be very easy. We've just been hamstrung by you know contracts. You know DeAndre Jordan, who you'll see play tonight. Uh, you know, he's he, – or this weekend, rather, he, he plays for the 76ers. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, all that money comes off our books this year. And now, for the first time since I've been here, we haven't been hamstrung by dead money and, and things like that. So it's exciting, along with the pick, Mitch. Uh, and I think that's where the optimism comes from. Now, at some point, we're going to have to take that next step and take off. You know, our fans, myself, anybody's not going to keep standing for – you know, 23, 24, whatever wins it is. So now the pressure, I'm, I'm putting pressure on myself to make sure we take that next step forward and continue to grow. Well, as Kenny pointed out to me, we were talking in the break, I think over the last half of the season or a portion of it, your record and the Lakers record was pretty close <laughs> to one another. And they have LeBron James and Anthony yeah. Davis and Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. and a few other yeah. guys. So there's some solace to be taken in that. Well, we were about 500, right around 500, a little bit below 500 after the break. And uh, so it, 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 that's what also gives me hope, Mitch, and coming uh, – Back after the break, how well we played. Our defense got up to uh, the second half after the All-Star break, the number 10 defense in the league. So it's so many good things, positive things that give us hope now. We have a lot of work to do this summer, more development with these young guys. Uh, Like you mentioned, free agency, our new draft pick. So there's another step that we're taking 
toward the rebuild, and but it's going in the right direction. The most serious thing you got to do this summer, though, Coach, and you got to be the leader on this. You got to get back to wearing those suits. The no, coaches got to get back to wearing Tell the suits. The, the tracksuit, yeah, the tracksuit thing—it just ain't working around the league. You got—you all right in yours, but I've seen some of these coaches. You got to get back no, in the suits. I totally agree. I, you know, the thing about it—the funny thing—the older coaches, myself, Pop, Rick Carlisle—we all want the suits back because there's something to be said of getting dressed and and game day, game night, you know, and, and looking the part, representing the city and your team. And uh, but you know, the younger coaches—you know. I think I can handle it as far as my body is concerned, but <laughs> some of the coaches like yeah. to loosen yeah. it and, and dry fit look. So no. the drawstring uh, look it, just ain't good. happening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most people wear tracksuits to hide their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Coach, oh, always great to talk to you. Congratulations yeah, on that you, second half. We're really excited about what the future may bring for the Pistons. Thank and you so we'll much. Keep We're our conversations up. Thank you so much, Mitch. See you guys later. Dwayne Casey joining us at 760 WJR.